All right, what's up, guys? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Dave Villa. This is uh, Monday, and it's Game Changer Salescast Day, and I'm here, and I'm excited about uh, being with you guys for the next 30 minutes. And listen, if you've got some questions and some comments, you're on Facebook live watching this or watching this on SerialSalesPro.com or DavidVilla.me, then make sure you comment, and the guys will get the comments to me. Lou, guess what? My cell phone's sitting on my desk. The, you guys normally get me the comments on, so you might want to grab that and hand it to me. All right, listen, we're going to talk for um, a few minutes about your why. We're going to talk about your why. Um, I am a huge believer in the need, and I'm writing, I, told, I told you guys, I think, last week that I'm writing a book. Um, actually, uh, um, one, of the, one of the chapters has, has been written here. We're on chapter two. And uh, we're talking about sales pros getting paid. Thank you. Amateurs don't. But we're talking about it from the standpoint of um, when I decided to cross over from amateur to professional. And I think that's an an interesting viewpoint um, as a person that's in professional sales. I think that when somebody makes the decision or when somebody makes the decision to become a professional, they have to leave the role of amateur behind. And you go, wait a second, I do this 40 hours a week. I do this full time. And I think your time should have everything to do with this, but it doesn't. Meaning that time should have everything to do with it because time is the currency you can't get back. However, what you put your time in may not be making you the money that you need. It may not be producing the result and the fruit. And it could be not because you're not putting the time into it, but you're putting the wrong type of time into it. You're putting the wrong efforts into it. And so you have to have, um, as we discussed last week, a decision. You have to make the decision that you're going to be a professional. You have to decide. Today, I want to talk to you about the reason. I want to talk to you about the why. The word why is defined as a question concerning the cause or reason for which something is done or achieved. So it's, it's, it's the why. Why am I doing this? Why do I get up? You know, I will tell you guys that um, in case you're wondering, and I don't think this is going to surprise anyone, but in case you're wondering, um, you know, I don't always want to train. I don't always want to get up and come to work. I, I, you know, I rarely want to spend 30 to 45 minutes a day training. Uh, or reading or focusing on improvement. That's not something that I necessarily want to do. And if you're out there, I don't care if you're a sales guru. I don't care if you've written 85 books. I don't care who you are. You will lie if you say that you want to do those things. You want the results and you've disciplined yourself. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, That was funny. Um, You disciplined yourself. Is he, is he, I mean, he's staying pretty still on that screen. <laughs> Dude, I thought it was an image for a second. That's Sean is, Sean is on point. Sean almost lost it there. He is on point, man. I can see Sean, our guest, Sean Mitchell, is going to be coming on. He is literally, I thought it was an image and I saw it move and I was like, whoa. Uh, what's up, Sean? You do pretty what's good. Up, David? He's, How are you? he's doing the mannequin challenge there. Hey, I can't wait to talk to you in just a minute, but I had to say something. I was in my middle of my monologue and lost it for a second because I saw you move and it kind of startled me over in the corner. <laughs> All right, man. So listen, guys, you know, it's, it's, it, if you're a guru out there and you're in the sales arena, and you know what? I don't care if you've written 85 books, Lewis. If you say, I like to train, I like to read, I like to get up, and I like to improve myself. I'm always focused on getting better. You're lying. Okay, the bottom line is this, guys, we're humans. All of us would rather, if we could, all of us would rather be on vacation. Everyone wants to relax. Everyone wants to, you know, just let a deep sigh of, of, of refreshing air out. We're salespeople. We're built for affirmation. Here's the deal. We developed habits. We developed a why. 
We developed reasons. We want to succeed for various reasons. And I want to talk to you guys, and I want to talk to our guests when we bring them on in just a couple of minutes about some of those reasons, some of those whys, when it was that you discovered the reason that you were going to make it, the reason that you were going to move from sales pro or from amateur to sales pro. And have you decided, have you discovered your why? That's a very important thing I want to kind of point out and I want to bring to your attention. You know, maybe you think why. I was, I was doing this this morning in our sales meeting and some of our guys, we, we kind of discovered something, you know, a revelation. And we, we discovered when talking to ourselves, we kind of opened meeting this morning, Lou, you were in there. And, you know, we said, we discovered that some of us thought we had a why. Let me ask you listening. Have, do you, did you think you knew what your why was do you think you have a why but maybe after really thinking about it that you know what you're you've outgrown your why um <clears throat> why do you why do you need a reason you know i want to get you i want to get you thinking about this for a second you know um let's say you're a talented salesperson you're full of potential you guys know what i have to say about that talent doesn't matter potential won't cut it um the graveyard is full of people that have potential that never was unlocked talent that never was developed so it doesn't matter so let's say you're talented and let's say you're full of potential and, you know, every person that I've ever trained, hired, fired, you know, promoted, demoted, you know, every salesperson virtually was talented. All of them had potential, but I can count, you know, on, on, on very small percentage of those individuals that have become significant. Okay. And, and, and turn their talent and potential into significance. And, you know, we as salespeople, this is why you need a reason because what happens when you're back against the wall, okay? Your back against the wall is no longer the reason that's good enough. If you're fighting with your back against the wall, you know, I think that it's a, there's an innate ability on the inside of every salesperson, you know, that when your rent is due and when your electric bill is due and when your month is 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 halfway over and you haven't, haven't done anything, you know, and, and you're behind the eight ball, there's the, the innate ability on the inside to fight with your back against the wall. But let me ask you this question. You slayed the enemy here, this enemy. Okay. And you've come off the wall many a times, or you wouldn't be alive. You still wouldn't be selling today, but you've, you've fought with your back against the wall. You've won. And there's this enemy, right? Laying on the ground. There's this, there's this, this opponent and you beat him again. And then how many times have you come back though, instead of moving on and finding the reason and the why that's going to replace when your back's not against the wall anymore. So you come back and, and we don't do what's necessary and we come back and we resurrect that same enemy from the dead and fight them all over again, over and over. Is your back against the same wall today that it was against 10 years ago? Come on, man. That, 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 is some, that is some things that's worth thinking about as a salesperson because the majority of salespeople that have not succeeded in the years that have trained salespeople refuse to replace the intensity level they need from fighting with their back against the wall. They don't have a why when they don't need the money. They don't have a why when their rent is paid. They don't have a why when they've had the biggest month ever. They don't have a why. And you have to have a why. You have to have a reason. And it's not money motivated. It's not always money motivated. Before we bring Sean on, I want to give you, and I'm going to discuss a couple of these with Sean, but you know, some of the things that people say, some of the reasons that people give as, as, as motives you know, they talk about money as a motive, you know, money, money as a, as a, as a, as a why talk about opportunity as a why teamwork, 
You know, they talk about visibility and, and you know, and, and being recognized. They talk about doing things with excellence and they talk about independence and freedom. So we're going to talk about some of these. Are we going to a break? Or are we bringing Sean right on? Let's, uh, let's go right to the commercial. Right to the commercial. Okay. We're going to be back in 60 seconds with Sean Mitchell. You don't want to miss Sean. Sean's a great guy, a good friend, and a phenomenal sales professional. I'm looking forward to talking to him. We'll be back in 60 seconds. The best people are motivated by passion. you got to be motivated by where you're going. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Amateurs see their situation through the wrong lens. When a sales producer knows they have something of value, what do they do? They challenge the objections. They challenge the excuses. They challenge every reason that would defer the decision to buy. If you're in the game of sales and you're not a game changer, then you're not going to make it. If you're not uncovering opportunity, someone else is going to get there. It's going to take the bold to make it past the breaking point. If you carry the baggage from last month, if you carry the baggage from last week, then you're going to suck today. Be daring, be first, be different, and don't ever give up. Hey, this is Dave Villain watching Game Changer Salescast. I'm bringing Sean Mitchell on here in just about 30 seconds. But I want to tell you guys that me, here personally, what makes me tick, I want to give you this little bit of an insight to me. I want to push myself to the limits to give other people hope. I want, I want, I want those around me. Success can be achieved by anyone with hard work and effort. And I want my wife, I want my children, I want my employees to see this and learn what it means to work hard. I want my clients to see my discipline, to see it's not easy for anyone. That, hey, listen, if you, you put a little bit of elbow grease inside of some hard work, man, get a reason, get a why, I believe that anybody can do it. It takes commitment and hard work, I believe, to achieve anything. Without further ado, I'm going to bring Sean Mitchell on. He is the host of Real Sales Talk. And uh, Sean, man, I want to thank you for uh, being with uh, me today. Your information's on the screen as well, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, David. Thank you so much for having me on and looking forward to jamming about sales. Awesome, man. Well, hey, no problem, man. I can't think of anybody better to uh, to have this discussion with. So I'm looking forward to the next few minutes together. Let me throw this out there, man. We're talking about we're talking about the why. We're talking about the reason that 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 salespeople do what they do. And, you know, I, I was I want to kind of get your take on this because, you know, you've been in sales for a while. I've trained a lot of salespeople. And um, if if it were simply about talent, simply about potential, if it were simply about that, okay, hey, man, that person has got the right stuff, you know, the right skill set. Oh, wow, they could they, they have the ability to to be persuasive or, you know, um, convincing. You know, they're articulate. They're, oh, wow, look at the charisma in that person, then, you know, then, then, then things would look different today for a lot of people, but I've seen people fail, sincerely fail. And they had some of the, some of those attributes that I just mentioned. So I want to talk to you and get your opinion on how important a true why, a true reason for selling is in your opinion, how important is the reason to your success? Yeah, you've got to have a why, David. And the reason why you got to have a why is because sales is, is one of the most difficult jobs because you, you've got highs, high highs, and you've got low lows. And mm-hmm. if you don't have that core consistency, that reason why you get up in the morning and you get to work early and you stay late and you do it till the job is done, and then you follow up some more, 
you're going to lose. You're going to run out of steam, and you're eventually going to quit or get fired. So I think it's incredibly important to wake up every day and know exactly what it is that's motivating you. Absolutely. You know, as, as, as salespeople, Sean, and as sales leaders, you know, we, we all want our salespeople and we want ourselves to be motivated about the sales goals that we have to work, you know, toward the goal. And I think a lot of times, you know, salespeople, we've, we've been trained and hammered. It's been hammered into us to have goals. Uh, and even though it's important to talk about those, I don't think that we have a shortage of people that set goals. Maybe they're setting them wrong. Maybe they're setting them too high or too low. Um, they need some help there, but nonetheless, they're doing it. But I really feel like that one of the issues and challenges, and, and it circles back to not having a why or a reason, is the ability to go the extra mile to reach the goals and even beyond the goals. So, you know, we want people and we want ourselves to be motivated about the performance on an ongoing basis. And I think the hard part, you know, when I ask you about this, is identifying what it is that motivates us, we as salespeople, what it is that motivates us to do those things. And I think that's very, very difficult. So I want to read a couple of things that, that I, you know, that I feel, um, could be motivators and, uh, and, and get your take on, on how important these are. You know, the big one, right? Everyone says money. Money's the motivator. My, my experience is, is that some of the best people are motivated by passion, not money. Um, although money is very important. And I think that, um, putting a cap on a salesperson is, is, is a negative, uh, negative thing. And I think that it's going to limit your success. However, how important do you feel money itself is as a motivator to salespeople? Yeah, I, I think it's a vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Money doesn't solve the problems, but money creates opportunity to solve problems for you. And mm-hmm. as a sales professional and also as a sales leader, when you look at your why, you know, the money is nice, but really, it's not the money that people are motivated by. It's the it's the thing that the money can help them get. It's mm-hmm. pay for their kid's college. It's, you know, get a car or put a down payment on a house. You know, the money creates is the vehicle that creates the opportunity. And so it's just money for the salesperson. It's it doesn't go far enough. Right. You have to ask yourself. What what is motivating me to get up? Is it my family? Is it is it my mother who's you know, sick with cancer? Is it, there's some sort of intrinsic thing that if you, if you think long enough and you look deeply and ask yourself, uh, the money's nice. Yes. But really it's, it's, it's only the vehicle that helps you get to that place or that why that you want. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. I, 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 great, great point. I agree with you actually, um, everything you said there. And I think that it is, it is a vehicle because I think if you ask people a lot of times, you know, a family vacation, you know, a new car, you know, I want to renovate my home. I wrote a few things down, private school for my kids. You know, I, I, I want, you know, um, I'm interested in helping people, you know, find solutions to their problems. And, you know, and the fact that I get paid for that. Wow. How motivating is that? Right. You know, um, you know, I'm a giver. I like to, to, to give to things. So to me, one of the motivating factors is, you know, is, is philanthropy, you know, giving and, and sowing into people and watching people's lives change. I was telling my guys, Sean, this morning, you know, someone taught me a while back. Um, it was a, a mentor in one season of my life. Um, the difference between success and prosperity, you know, and success to me. Um, according to, to this person, and I adapted this thinking, is, is the ability to, to, hey, when my bills are due, I pay them. When my, you know, um, the ability to, to have some freedom and the ability to take my family here, to go on this vacation, to, you know, to be able to, to, uh, to, you know, to go out to eat, to do this or whatever it is, you know, and not struggle, not have the stress 
you know, of financial pressure, that's success. But prosperity is, is, is the ability to make other people a success. And I think that, that, that what's fired me up is the ability to move beyond success where it's overflowing and I'm able now to help other people become successful, help them take their family on vacations. And I think that's an interesting way to take, take the, uh, and way to look at it. And to me, that's given me a why, a why that grows, you know? And, and so let me ask you this with that being said, you know, um, well, what's your opinion on that? I look at that as opportunity. So, so money is one motivating factor, maybe opportunity and the opportunity to help other people, to do things, to be a change agent. How important do you think that is with respect to um, the, the why or the reason that we do what we do? Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, you know, I come from a background of, of, of ministry and missionary work when I was in my earlier days, um, before I had a family, I was doing a, a, a lot of church planning and missionary work. And, you know, so I grew up in this environment where you, it was just ingrained in you to um, look beyond yourself, leave, leave a legacy, invest in, in, in give, in, and even, you know, in some cases, um, in many cases, give give without expecting anything in return. And I think really that, that um, you're heading in the right direction. In, in that it's it's the ultimate it's the ultimate success or price, prosperity as as you mention it because mm-hmm. it's the only thing that that you'll be able to it's the only long lasting thing right money money is nice and you know if, if you're in sales and you're not motivated by money then you're probably not in the right space mm-hmm. but um, you know in addition to that or even further beyond that I think that yeah as, as a human being. As a as a sales professional, as a sales leader, it doesn't just stop there with making a lot of money and having nice things, or even providing for your family. Um, you know, what are you doing to to invest and give? And I mean, that, that's the whole reason why I started the podcast that I did is because I felt like, as a sales professional who had been in the space for you know been selling software for for over a decade. Um, I was good at what I did, but I also felt like like there was something to give, um, and so you know I wanted an avenue and a platform to do that, and uh, and I think it's incredibly important. You've got to look at not just you know me 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 me, but there's other people out there who maybe are a one, two, ten, twenty steps behind you mm-hmm. that would significantly benefit from the knowledge that you've got if you were just to take the time to pass it on. I agree. And, you know, it's interesting, and I didn't know that about you, but, you know, I, I also come from a ministry background and, and still involved in, in ministry today. And, um, you know, I knew I liked you. So I, so now I know now I know why we kind of hit it off over social media so well. But, you know, I'll say this then, you know, because I went over this with my guys this morning, and I think that this is, an, this is an unfair advantage. And those of you that are watching, you know, it's interesting because people ask me how I got to where – I, I, I've gotten to, you know, people come by and visit our office and we have 8,500 square feet here and, and I look at them and I'm like, you know, I, I, the answer is not found within me. And I want to say this and give this as an opportunity to really speak from my heart. You know, I, I think this, you know, with it comes to the why, I know what God has given me, you know, and he's given me one life, you know, one body, one mind, one heart. And so I don't, I don't look at my performance as what defines me. I've been there. And I've done that. And in my experience, it doesn't end well. <laughs> you know, and matter of fact, every time I go to view it that way, because it's tempting in this world, in this, in this uh, 
performance-driven society that we live in to do that. I jack things up. So I want to tell you, if you are watching this podcast and you've jacked things up, then you're in good company. You know, so, so I'll say this, my identity, and this is me personally, Sean, I think that, I mean, knowing this about you, I think you would agree with this. And this is my, my testimony. My identity is in Christ and I can only boast in what he's done. So I push myself. This is why I push myself to the limits because he's given me this incredible opportunity to push with my training I'm going to glorify him with my performance. And if I succeed in performance, it's for his glory. So I look at it that way. And that's crazy, you know, to some people. But to me, it's crazy to not have that. Like I, I to me, it's, it's, I walk in, in, in that type of peace. And I believe that that's not a substitute for getting up and not doing anything. I think that's where people miss it. I think you have to do it, but it's an unfair advantage because if you could walk in, you know, something that works, something that's guaranteed, I think that that's something that a lot of people are missing. So I, I, I'm, I'm very encouraged. And I don't know how you feel about that, but that's the unfair advantage that I believe I have. I think there are <laughs> principles that um, uh, people who have a faith, a religious faith. I think there are principles there that are directly transferable to business and to sales. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like what we were talking about before, like the why, why you're doing what you're doing, what's getting you up in the morning, and motivating you to come in early, be the first salesperson in, and be the last salesperson to leave, and exceed your quotas, and be the be the absolute best you can possibly be, mm-hmm. th- there, there are some key fundamentals to religious faith that you learn that, that you can directly apply to the sales environment. So, yeah, I, I, I think um, whatever it is, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean let's say that, 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 that you're a person that has no faith. Right. Um, You've you really got to find out what excites you, what gets you up in the morning, and then invest, you know, put, put all the chips in and invest your time and your money into becoming the absolute best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and I don't want to make over-spiritualize it or because, you know, I believe that you got to work and you can't, you, you know, I think that um, – I just think that there's some principles, like you said, that there's some areas that um, if you're if you're struggling in that, I think that it would behoove you to really view some of these principles that are found in, in faith, because I believe that it's it's foolproof. But let me let me throw a couple of things out there, Sean, that and see how you feel some suggestions on maybe how to you know motivate yourself, find your why. And, uh, you know, I, I, how do you how do you feel about these determining what motivates you you know, to do the things you do? How, 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 how important do you think that is for us to determine what motivates us to do the things we do? Not, not, not to look for, but determine. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's paramount. It's, it's really fundamental. Now, now how you get, how, what road you travel on is, is not always the easiest, but uh, I think it's, I think it's fundamental and, and paramount to, to have that determination. What about um, establishing daily behaviors? See, this is, I want you, I want to finish this sentence though and follow them. Like established daily behaviors. I, I mentioned in the monologue opening up that, you know, we fight a lot of times. And this is something that's in my book that I'm writing right now. And so it's just in me. That, that's why it's just organic coming out of me. But in, in my book, Sales Pros Get Paid, Amateurs Don't, I'm talking about what the reason, the why, and what happens when your back's not against the wall. And it's, it's such a, an important part of my journey across the line from amateur to professional when I had to determine what was going to replace that intensity. I fought with my back against the wall, but then 30 days later, my back will be against the same wall. And then 30 days later, against the same wall, in the same wall, in the same wall. And I'd get off the wall, but I never, I never establish 
daily behaviors that would keep me off the wall and certainly didn't follow them. How important is that? Yeah, I mean, it really separates the the, the youthful salespeople from the tenured and and successful salespeople. Um, I mean, I, I I think it took me my third sales job in to figure out how important those those scheduled, planned routines in 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 a day to day on a day to day basis were to my sales success. And shoot, I mean, I'm I'm still, you know, it, it's a battle. You know, it, it's. It's a challenge every single day, but I understand the principles behind it and what that can get me if if I'm consistent in the things that I've set out to do each day. That's awesome, man. Hey, Sean, um, let people know we're 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 out of time, but let people know how they can watch uh, Real Sales Talk and uh, when it airs, and um, how they can get a hold of you. Yep. Your Twitter handle is on the screen, but how else can someone find you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're you're welcome to. If, if you don't want to tweet me, you can shoot me an email. We'd love to hear from you. It's uh, fm at Sean M. Mitchell, and uh, feel free to email. And then, and then our podcast is, uh, you can just go to iTunes. It's on Stitcher, Google Play, uh, TuneIn, um, and uh, you just search Real Sales Talk, all one word, and you can put the hashtag before that, hashtag Real Sales Talk, and it should come up. And, I mean, we've had phenomenal guests like you and Tom Hopkins and Mike Weinberg and Anthony Ianarino and Jim Keenan. So uh, we're just about to fire up season four again uh, on November 30th, and uh, we're going to kick it off with a really, really great, great guest as well. So hope, hope to see you on the podcast. Awesome, man, Sean. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, man, and uh, look forward to uh, look forward to connecting in the future. Likewise, thanks for having me on. Okay, brother. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Bye bye. That was Sean Mitchell. Make sure you check out Real Sales Talk. You can Google it, all one word. we got about a minute and a half left. I want to read a few words. You might want to get a pen because I'm going to give you some motivating factors. I'm going to give you some things that may motivate you and some things. If you're looking for why, if you're looking for things that might motivate you, let me give you a few of them here. Achievements. Okay? Achievements, that's something that can motivate you. Something that could be a why. Appreciation. Okay, if you're sales managers and you're looking to motivate your salespeople and help them get their why, appreciation is something that can help determine a why. That's why I do it because I want to be appreciated. Accomplish a target. Achieve a goal. How about this? The thrill of the chase. We forget that as salespeople. There's a thrill. There is something about the, the, the thrill of the chase that attracts us as salespeople. I think that that is and could be a why to becoming a successful salesperson that we sometimes overlook or forget about. How about compensation and incentives? We don't have a problem with that one, right? Making progress and winning. I think that's a big deal, guys, because it's not just about making, it's not just about winning your ultimate prize. If your ultimate prize is selling this much or hitting this level this month, it could be about progression. And, and I look at it this way, get small wins, get a win on every call, make progression every week, all right? Recognition. If you're a sales manager, man, make sure that your people are recognized. That can be something that is a motivating factor. Closing deals, not just for the money's sake, but for the affirmation, for the deal's sake, for the winning. Closing deals, maximizing customer retention. That's something else that can be a reason or a why or part of your why skill set. Surpassing sales targets. Repeat customers. I'm going to read through these pretty quick here. We're out of time. Increase your, this is about you. Increase in value 
volume, and profitability. I want to increase in value, volume, and profitability. That's going to motivate me. Personal growth, financially and emotionally. Listen, it's about, you know, I've got money in the bank. I've got money to invest. You know, I've got, uh, 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 you know, um, I've got the ability to pay my car off. It's not just about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep and invest and what you're able to do with it. You could not need to make as much money as the person that's beside you, but if you may have these personal growth, financial and emotional goals that you've set, and that is something that is a why to you. Constantly engaging with new customers, not being status quo. That's a big one. Recognition from company. Recognition from your company. That's a motivating factor, sales managers. Openness and free work environment. That's big time. All right, bigger challenges, new opportunity, fresh terrain. I want bigger challenges, I want new opportunity, and I want fresh terrain. Excitement. How about this? Let's get excited again about what we do. That could be a why. I'm excited about fresh terrain, new opportunities, and bigger challenges. Going for the kill. So not only the thrill of the chase, but when I catch it, I close it, right? Get that go for the kill back, man. Get that closing excitement back again. That could be a why. Client interaction and negotiating with regards to closing deals, right? If you keep doing what you're doing, you're likely to get the same results. Personal change, as I wrap this up, is difficult, but people can change if they fight hard enough to do it. If you do what successful people do, listen to this. If you find someone successful, and that doesn't mean someone that knows a bunch of things that you don't know, because they were born with it. It means guys like me that, that broke, that, that fell, that, 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 that didn't succeed more than they did succeed, that got back up, brushed the dust off, and have a testimony that, hey, I was here, and now I'm here. This is all the mistakes that I made, and these are the things that I did to change it. If you do what successful people do, okay, if you do what top sellers do, if you do what sales pros do, there's a pretty good chance you'll find yourself enjoying the kind of results that they enjoy. Hey, listen, if you're a salesperson, I encourage you. If you like this, go to SerialSalesPro.com. Buy the training. Listen, if you're an individual salesperson and your company won't buy it for you, it's, it's, it's cheap as $99 a month. I'm talking $99 a month. You can go through our sales academy. I will give your money back, okay, in complete 100% guarantee if you don't see results if you apply the training and you don't get better at what you do. It's a money-back guarantee, $99 a month. If you're a business owner out there and you have salespeople, SerialSalesPro.com, or you can call our offices and reach out to Joey Perez. I encourage you, no matter what you sell, to get on our training because, it's to me, it's different than any training platform out there. And uh, if you like what you hear here, then you'll love SerialSalesPro.com. I'll see you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving, and make sure you close some deals this week.